0: What's happening everybody, and welcome back to another episode of A Wild Time Podcast. And I am your host, Adam Newsom, and it feels good to be back. And I just went back, listened to my previous episode, which you can check out, about horror remakes, the good, the bad, the ugly of the horror remake. It was an interesting episode. I got to break down the ones that I cared for, the ones I didn't care much for, and I left a couple out. One that I particularly liked, one that I didn't care much for, actually one that I didn't like at all, and that was uh, Friday the 13th, which I did like. I thought they did a wonderful job with that one, how they intertwined it together, the first couple parts. I did not like the Nightmare on Elm Street remake. I thought there was too much CGI. But with that said, I thought they cast Freddy Krueger as Good as you could possibly cast him without putting Robert England in the role. Jackie Earl Haley, an amazing actor, he did the best with what he could. That's proof that one person makes a a, a signature role iconic, just like Robert England did with Freddy Krueger. Because Jackie Earl Haley, Jackie Earl Haley, did you just hear that? My goodness, I can't speak. Jackie Earl Haley did a killer job as Freddy Krueger for what he could do Jackie Earl Haley I quit with that 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 was one heck of a uh, CGI fest though and it killed me I didn't like the backstory on Freddy Krueger that much I thought they could have done I thought they could have done better with that I don't think people want him to be a pedophile I mean he's a child killer already you just slap him with a pedophile I guess makes him even more despicable but we could have went without that I think Today's episode is going to be a little different. I got to thinking, and I was talking with a couple of my buddies, and they came. They, they asked me an interesting question, and it was, when you are 70 years old and you look back at your life, what do you hope that you can be able to say about your life? And That's a whole lot to swallow. That's, that's a lot to think about, 70 years old. Number one, 70 years old. I'm halfway there. Actually, I'm over halfway there. That, for some reason, makes me want to sing Living on a Prayer. We're halfway there. Yeah, well, 70 years old. So, 37 right now. I've got a little bit more to go. But, what do I hope that I... Or what do I want to be able that I can say? Well, there's several things that I hope and pray that I'm able to say at 70 years old. First thing being that I was still still alive to be able to say anything at all. Because that's a decent lifespan. 70 is, I think. 70 to 80. We're at a time in 2022 where... Modern medicine is at an all-time high, so it's made lifespans a little bit longer than it used to be. So we got that on our side. That would be the first thing, would be I hope that I'm alive and I'm able to answer the question. Second thing would be that I'm able to thank God and Jesus Christ for everything he did for me in my life because God knows I fail him daily but without him I could have done nothing in this life uh, there's no doubt in my mind that he's blessed me taking care of me and my family there's times when bad things could have happened to me and my family and he just took care of it and he always takes care of, it, takes care of everything and if he don't do it at your time he'll do it in his time and I want to be able to say that my son grew up in knowing that Jesus died for us rose up again in three days and that to get to heaven you have to give your life to God you have to repent ask Jesus Christ to come into your life be your Lord and Savior and I hope and pray that that that's instilled into my son. I hope that's the number besides being alive at seventy to be able to tell you this, that's the one thing that is most important to me is to make sure that I've passed that on. And I I think me and my wife have done a pretty good job with that. He knows and you know, I can go into his room at night, make sure he said, tell him, make sure he says his prayers and everything. Thank God for his blessings. And we will read scripture from time to time. But to be completely honest with you, I could do a whole, whole, whole lot better with that. Uh, the way I look at it, as good as God's been to me, I should be doing a whole, whole lot better. And I can't thank Him enough for everything He's done for me. That's, that's for sure. I mean, He's blessed me in this life. I've lived the life of 10 men's. 10 men's. Good grief. I can't even talk right. I've lived the life of 10 men. How about that? Second, man, second is I want to be able to say that I lived life the way I wanted to, meaning I was able to stay who I was at heart. All through my life, I didn't change for nobody. I stayed genuine who I am. A lot of people like to say that I'm an overgrown child and I have to agree with them 100%. I've never, never ever aged on the inside. This body is getting a little bit older, but the spirit is still that of a 13-year-old to a 23-year-old in between that. And Billy Squire, one of my favorite, favorite musicians, had a song called Stay Young at Heart. Actually, it was Young at Heart. But, and I always said that's one of my anthems. If not my anthem, that was definitely one of them. But I think it's important that you you don't change for nobody. You stay who you are. You, you do things your way. Don't let nobody tell you you can't do nothing don't let nobody laugh at you because you want to do something that they think is stupid or not cool listen if you think it's cool and it makes you happy then you do it you do it because let me tell you something if you don't you'll regret it later on and at 37 years old i'm blessed and fortunate and lucky enough to say that i don't have many regrets If I've got something that I want to do, I usually tackle it head on. And I've had a lot of fun, a lot of blessings, a lot of good times by being that way. And, there's, you know, doing this podcast, I've noticed that I've said a couple words way too many times. One of them being and. So I'm trying to clean that up, guys. Stay patient with me. I'm going to get a little bit better at this and ah, and again so just hang tight also let's change it up so also what I would like to be able to say I'd like to be able to say that I'm a grandfather to multiple kids or a child either one I hope and pray that's that's when you know that age is catching up with you when you're sitting around you've got a 13 year old near 13 year old son and you're thinking about being a grampa grandfather one day I've looked forward to that I can't I'm hoping I'm praying that my son gets married and has a kid because I think that's going to be one of my next adventures in life being the grandfather that goes to school and picks his grandchild up takes him out to Dairy Queen gets him a pup cup or a blizzard either one Uh, I I can't wait for that I think it's going to be a cool time in life if I'm fortunate enough to be there, because I love being a dad, I've got, that's that's been my number one joy in life so being a grandpa would be pretty cool I think who knows, he may be a professional wrestling or horror movies or any of that and we'll be able to spend a lot of time together hanging out I guess and what else would I want to be able to say at 70 years old so I've got down, i want to be able to th- be alive. I want to be able to thank God and Jesus. I want to be able to be a grandpa. Oh, I got you. I also, at 70 years old, would like to still be in somewhat good physical condition. I was telling my dad about a couple weeks back, I guess. I went up and hung out with him. We watched a little bit of boxing and just sit on the on the couch and shot the bull and there it is again we were just just talking basically and I told him he knows that as a kid I looked up to Arnold Schwarzenegger, Sylvester Stallone I mean just all these action stars Dolph Lundgren, Van Damme Steven Seagal, these guys were the people that I grew up watching on TV, pretending to be if I had a nickel for every toy gun I had i have a good little safety deposit tucked away right now. But I told him, I said, Dad, you know, the reason that I'm still taking lifting, because he's always on me about lifting heavy. Don't just lift enough, son, to keep yourself in shape and get you a good look. And I told him, I said, Dad, you know, growing up, I always looked up to those guys like that. And now I'm in my late 30s, mid to late 30s. I'll be nice to myself. And I see these guys in their 70s, mid-70s, they're still working out. And I know they've got the money that I don't have. And I know that they train and eat properly. And I, Lord God knows I don't do that. But they do take care of themselves. They still work out with weights. And I've, I still follow those guys. I'm following those guys on Instagram, Facebook. YouTube, watching Stallone still work out is amazing. I think he's 72, 73. Schwarzenegger, same thing. Uh, Lundgren's a little bit younger than those guys. He does a lot of martial art training and stuff. He's a little bit different. But I think if you're inspired by those guys, that's something to set your sights on, set your goals on, to stay in shape. If you're blessed and fortunate enough and lucky, like I said a minute ago, to be in pretty good shape, pick up some weights, get a jog in, get a walk in. Try to keep yourself a little bit toned because the older you get, man, the harder it is. So that's something that I I want to be able to say. You know, I don't want to be like, I'm sure at 70 years old, I'm not going to be pumped and jacked like those guys are. Hopefully I'll have a little bit of muscle tone. My great uncle Kermit, he was in his 60s. And I can remember going over to... You know, this sticks out to me. I can remember going over to his house with my dad to visit and walking in his house and he had these 40-pound dumbbells. That's a lot of weight for a man in his 60s to be dealing with, working out with. Still this day, I can sit by tell anybody... You know, in the family, I was like, man, I remember going to Kermit's with Dad when I was a kid and him having 40-pound dumbbells and him working. You know, that's a strong old dude right there. I mean, he wasn't old, I guess, 60, but still, that's, that's a lot of weight to be working out with. And that would be the third thing. I hope I still have my beautiful wife because... I like to think we make a really good team. I feel blessed and very, very lucky to be able to have a beautiful woman that is a top-notch mother and wife. She... It seems like the older we get, uh, the longer we're together, the stronger we get, the more confident you are in your marriage. Anything can happen. I'm not putting myself above anybody that's been divorced or split up with or anything anything can happen I could wake up tomorrow and her change her mind want to go a different route in life but as of right now being married 13 years it feels it feels as good now as it ever did maybe probably better every day is a blessing we discover different things about each other daily and enjoy each other more and more And I hope there it is again, and I'm hoping she don't get the big head after listening to this. But I hope when I'm seventy that I still got her and that she's still interested in me. I guess would be a good way of putting it. That's that's another good one though. So thanking Jesus, seventy being a grandpa being in fit condition having Lindsay still hmm what else would a man like to think about his life looking back at it I would say I'll end on this Let's see we're 15 minutes something in here so me personally what I hope that I can that that has happened, not that I can say, but I hope that I I hope that I have affected someone's life in a positive manner. I hope that by something I've done, said, or helped with, that it's caused someone to do something good in life, or just do heck, do a good deed here and there, because with The Bears Den, which is, that's a whole nother episode. Anybody that's listening to this, that one knows me knows Bears Den is kind of like a workout gym that I I do for kids and even adults where they can come get themselves stronger, faster, uh, work on their boxing, some MMA stuff. But I get a lot of kids, and they're awesome they they get there, some of them's come because they've been punished, because they won't do nothing at the house and their parents have sent them here and once they get there they think it's going to be miserable but they, by the end of their first day they're already looking forward to coming back, we have a good time so a lot of these kids, some of them I'm hoping I can keep on a good path because I get a lot, not a lot but there's been a few that, that could go down a bad path that are just tough Rugged kids that they're really talented and stuff, and I hope that if I if I've got the I'm in the position to help them or or steer them in the right direction, I would love to be able to do that. But to me, making a difference in someone's in in someone's life in any way, shape, or form that you can is something that. Everybody should strive to do. Be good to people. Be good to people because you never know who needs it. I mean, I'm going to tell you a quick story and then I will end this episode, but it's kind of personal, to be honest. <clears throat> a good friend of mine, well, we become good friends. He's a little bit older than I was. We had an interest in and mixed martial arts and boxing and stuff and this guy had had some struggles in his life I have a soft spot for addicts I know I've seen every kind of addict drug addict alcoholic I've seen it all I have seen it all from the time I have been a kid trust me Now my mom and dad was was never into anything like that, I was. They raised me and my brothers as good as kids can be raised. But I've seen that lifestyle, and I've seen those demons in multiple other people that was involved in my life from a very young age, man. So, got to talking with this guy. He's a little bit older than me. Like I said, I think he's my brother's age. But he loved boxing and the MMA, and he, he he was in the army. He'd done some combat stuff, and he was. I liked him, man. I did. I liked him. I think the one thing that I'll never, ever, ever forget was he would, you know, if I had kids working out or something, and I would get a message from this dude, and he would be like, "Do you have any time that I can come down?" Obviously, I'd say, "Yeah, come on down any time." So he would come down and we'd do light sparring. We would put gloves on and put our timer on. And we'd just spar around for about three, one minute rounds, sometimes five if we were feeling good. Just moving around, looking for openings, working on combos. And this guy loved it. Like he was, you could tell, he was really enjoying himself. And he told me something. Yeah, he passed away not too long ago. But he told me something that stuck with me to this day. And it won't, it won't ever leave me because I still, it really means a lot to me. But after we got done, we were sitting down and we were talking. And he said, you know, Adam, he said, when I think, when I get to where I want to do something I shouldn't do, I I think about coming down here and doing this. And that takes my mind off of him for a little bit. And from that moment on, any time the guy called me, I said, "Get down here, and I'll let you smack me around in the face, whatever y'all do, man." Well, he ended up passing away not too long ago, and I still got some videos of me and him, and I've got pictures, and I'll always remember that. I always remember that because that meant that meant the world to me. So at seventy those are the things that I hope I'm able to say heck I hope I can still feed myself at 70 <laughs> but this is a little bit of a different type of a wild time podcast this is a sentimental Ain't wouldn't know wild about this conversation I guess it's wild that it was this emotional and sentimental I guess we will say <laughs> I gotta try to figure out what kind of good photo cover I'm gonna use for this one though I keep thinking of the Terminator where he's got a gray beard and gray hair. I think that would be a good one if I can find it. But thank you guys for tuning in today to this one. And I want to apologize for the the last episode of the horror remakes because I tried to prank around with it a little bit and get some music to open the show with. It didn't quite go as planned. An unreleased Guns N' Roses song played all the way through in the background. So the first couple minutes, you're going to hear Axl Rose singing and me trying to talk over the top of him. Anybody who knows Axl Rose know that's impossible to do. And I talked to somebody earlier, and they were like, "Why don't you just delete it and just do it over?" And I'm like, "No, I don't want to do that because I want to see people, or I want for people to see how this podcast progressed from the first couple episodes when I'm struggling, don't know, just getting the kinks out of it." So what I'm hoping that it's actually turned out to a really good production. So you see the struggles from a young podcast person to hopefully later on down the road something that's on a high production level. But we will see you later. Download, subscribe, share, let everybody know about a wild time podcast and thank you guys for tuning in.